You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You're planning a vacation, an escape from the day-to-day routine of everyday life. You're looking forward to getting pampered in some sunbathed tropical island getaway, surrounded by cool, balmy breezes with the soothing, relaxing sounds of calypso music playing distantly in the warm island air. Doesn't it sound wonderful? Well, don't leave your pets at home. They want to go too. Welcome to Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Fezlowski. Hey, Susan, this is Nicholas Fezlowski, and together we are your hosts for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question. When is the last time you took Tasha on a trip? Uh, it's been about a couple months. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone to Texas? I have never gone to Texas, but I feel that this is a lead-in for you going to Texas. Well, the funny thing is, I just got back from Texas. And I was at this, I was on a fam trip actually with all these journalists. It was really nice. And there is a beautiful property outside of Austin called Canyon of the Eagles. The The proper town name is Burnett. So everyone made sure we knew how to pronounce it. Burnett, darn it. It was Burnett, Texas. And it was, it's known as the Hill Country. I've never been to Texas at all as far as traveling. And I'll tell you what, it was really, really beautiful. They had like 940 acres. It's a nature preserve. And it was such a blast. I mean, your dog can go kayaking with you because they have these cabins, right? Some of them face the lake and they don't have TV that, you know, it's like you're just unplugged when you go there and Fido can do so much. And they only charge like $10 a day as a pet fee, which I thought was was ridiculous. Well, that's pretty good. So they wine and dine you? Well, they did. And, you know, being a vegetarian, I thought I was going to starve to death being in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> did they tell you to go home, like right when you got there? Well, let's just say we went to a winery that was just really beautiful. And we had a nice tour and we sat down to have lunch. And there's about 40 of us at lunch. And so all the, every place setting had a plate and it had little coleslaw and little beans and out came the ribs and they said here's the texas barbecue and so i'm sitting there going well that's nice (laughs) and so so the gentleman next to me said well you should pick a bad day to be a vegetarian i know do you know i can't believe i'm going to admit this but for the first time in years i ate meat last night don't tell me about it. I don't want to hear about it. I ate chicken. No. Yeah. And Nicholas. I woke up with a big like rock in my stomach because the meat is so dense. You know, it's just like. It's a dead animal. It is. <laughs> Let's just well, call it what it is. you are correct. It is a dead animal. It's a dead animal. So you're sorry. No, not really. I mean, I just, my body needed it. So I, you know, it's like one of those things that you just. You can't say that you're any one thing. You can't say like, I am a vegetarian and then that's it for the rest of your life. You got to be open to the moments and now I'm paying for it. So Yeah, well, good luck with that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> anyway, back to Canyon of the Eagles. I have to tell you that it's so beautiful. It's a, like I said, it's a nature preserve and they have hiking trails. So 
uh, you and Fido can take off. And he has to stay on leash, of course, being in a nature preserve. And really, it's a better idea to keep him on leash anyway when you're in an unfamiliar place. But that is so breathtakingly beautiful. And uh, being right on the lake, the kayak rentals are there, and Fido can jump on the kayak with you. It's a pretty big lake, so you can spend you know, a good part of the afternoon doing that. And the chef at Canyon of the Eagles is brilliant. He, he made my life a dream because I just let him knock himself out and, and prepare something for me that was just you know, beyond delicious. It's just a really, really beautiful property, and I think people would be amazed. Like I said, it's a $10 pet fee, which is so nominal, and it's a great family place. So it's still a good time to go out there. August, they'll do something special for dogs. Uh, They have campsites there. They have RV sites there. And the RV sites were amazing because the bathrooms, each bathroom had their own shower. So if you were camping or RVing, you still had a really nice place to take your showers. So uh, Canyon of the Eagles, you can go online, canyonoftheeagles.com, and call them up and see what's going on in August because I know they have a lot of pet specials there. So what else can you do with your dog while you're there? I know you said kayaking, but do they have hiking? Do they have events? And the reason why I ask is because some locations like uh, Paws, you know, up that resort in Montana, they fully cater to the dog and they have events and they they have cocktail hours and, you know, get together and stuff like that. Did this place have that? Anything like that? Nicholas, you're not listening. I just said you got to hike with your dog. They have 940-acre nature preserve. They have trails, and you get to kayak. And I said August was the month that they have specials. Is my headset not on? Like, am I not? not You know what it is? It's the chicken you ate. I think it is. I am clouded. I cannot see straight. Yeah, I think really that's the problem. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Alaska Airlines because they just partnered with Banfield pet hospitals. They have a nice new way to take care of Fido when you do have to fly him in cargo. So, yeah, and I'm going to go eat a salad so I can get my brain power back. Sounds good to me. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Petco, where the pets go. Petco, where the pets go. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. I don't make any decisions about who to hire without going to Angie's List first. You'll find reviews on home repair to healthcare written by people just like you. With Angie's List, I know who to call, and I know the results will be fantastic. Angie's List you can trust. Go to Angie'sList.com forward slash best and get 25% off any subscription. That's Angie'sList.com forward slash best. B-E-S-T. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Megan Blake here with my sidekick, Super Smiley. The giant mutt and spokes dog for throwaways. You're listening to Pet Life Radio, and I'd like to tell you about our brand new show, A Super Smiley Adventure. Our show explores adventures with animals. They can be traveling out in the world trips or inner journeys where our animals lead us to inspiration and self-discovery or just plain fun adventures. Join us here on Pet Life Radio on a super smiley adventure. Good boy. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Hello, welcome back to Travel Tales. This is your somewhat coherent host, Nicholas Bezlowski, along with Susan Sims. And before the break, Susan was talking about her exciting trip of so many things that you can do with your dog at, what was the place again? Canyon of the Eagles in Burnett, Texas. A name you can't forget. And Burnett. Uh, in Burnett. And now we're going to be talking about Alaska's new exciting program. Yeah, this just came out, oh gosh, last week. I got a press release about it. And they are calling it First Class Care for Your Precious Pet. And it's known as the Pet Streak Animal Express Program. So they partnered, Alaska Air really took to heart the concerns of people when they're traveling with their pets, especially those of us whose dogs are too large to go in cabin and must travel in cargo. So I thought that was really, I applaud them for this because it sounds to me like they really care about the comfort. You know, they've got the climate-controlled cargo hold. They've got Banfield Hospital that has helped them understand, you know, the stress that's involved for people and their pets when they are traveling. So Banfield is offering a $10 off pet health certificate for people. So it's really, really uh, a nice partnership. You know, people just go online to Alaska and take a look at that. Banfield.com slash AlaskaAirlines.com will also fill you in on their new travel program. So I know when I traveled with Junior a couple of years ago and I had to place him in cargo, I was a nervous wreck. I'm stuck on Banfield. Aren't they like everywhere? That vet place? It's a Banfield Pet Hospital. They're a full-service veterinary care, and it's the largest general veterinary practice in the world. They have more than 800 hospitals in 43 states across the country. So uh, it's a really good partnership. Like I said, it's uh, a lot more information that we can talk about today. But going online, you'll you'll have all your questions answered. And uh, the ten dollars off for the pet screening is really good because you have to have a certificate if you're going to fly Fido. Yeah. Well, so is Banfield also in PetSmart? So anyways, more importantly, you flew with Junior when you were doing the Get Your Licks on Route 66, right? Yeah. Three years ago, we launched the month-long pet adoption tour, Get Your Licks on Route 66. So we flew from Boise to L.A. because our Toyota car was waiting for us. Toyota gave us a Venza to use. So we uh, had to fly into L.A. and we drove from L.A. to Chicago. So we did need to fly with Junior. And he was about six months old and just a really sweetest black lab that ever lived. Sorry about your dog, Tasha. But anyway, he... What, what do you mean? Well, because she's a black lab, and I'm just saying Junior is a sweeter, the sweetest black well, lab. Well, no, she's older. and Well, she's... Yeah, and she's a girl. Yeah. yeah. So she's better. Different. 
And so anyway, so Junior, he was already crate trained. This is important. You don't want to just say, hey, get in a crate and we're going to put you on the plane. So he was crate trained. We went in. You had to check in an hour ahead of time, got him in, and we were nervous, my husband and I, and we waited and waited. Well, then, as luck would have it, the flight was delayed. So it was delayed. An hour goes by. So my husband, Greg, went over and said, can I get my dog off the plane? Because he's been sitting there for two hours. And they said, sure. So they let him take him off and play with him. Then they put him back and said, oh, we're going to change planes because apparently this plane had malfunctioned and uh, it wasn't safe to fly. So now we've got a different airline. They've now put him in this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to back up. You said that your husband, Greg, was allowed to play with Junior? Yeah. How did that happen? Well, they let him take him out. They they actually offloaded the crate. What, offloaded it from the plane? Yeah. And they put him in a room inside the airport, and they let him play with him, throw the ball, and let him go to the bathroom, and that kind of thing. It was it was really nice of them. Wow, that's cool. See that that's actually important to know that if you're if you're stuck, you're not you know you're not helpless. You can actually ask to you know get your dog out, and hopefully the airline's accommodating, and then you can you know relieve some of that stress that the dog might be feeling. Well, if you think about it, look at the poor people that get stuck on airplanes, and they don't even let them get off. Remember all the horror stories where the people are stuck on the tarmac yeah. for hours? Yeah, so, like that airline JetBlue, but we won't mention what airline it was. Yeah. I mean, people were on there for like 10 hours. Yeah, so I mean, really, the dog's life was better. So we get into a different plane, and then, as luck would have it, we sat on the tarmac for 45 minutes. Oh, no. So now our dog, Junior, has been in two different planes, and he spent the better part of the morning in his crate. And that was so the I, first time he's flown, right? Yeah, first time he's flown, first time we've ever taken a dog with us on a plane. So we finally take off and we land. It was a connecting flight for other people. We didn't have to offload. We were just going to wait, sit there, have some people come back on and then go to L.A. Well, we sat there and everybody was off the plane except four people. We're sitting there we're talking to the flight attendants saying, yes, this can you believe this is our first trip with our dog, Junior? Because of you know pet people, that's all they talk about is their dogs. Then all of a sudden... The captain says, everybody off the plane, we have to change planes, and you have to do it now. So we're going, oh, you have to be kidding. So we got off the plane. We just walked across you know, the hall and got on the new plane, but then we're worried about our dog. So same flight attendants got on this plane with us, and they assured us that Junior was fine. Then they plied us with alcohol. and oh, it works. <laughs> when we landed in L.A., we thought this is going to be a nightmare, but Junior came out wagging his tail. That's cool. That's always the greatest feeling when you see, you know, your dog after a stressful flight like that. I mean, I remember when I flew with Tasha to Colorado, the whole time I was incredibly nervous, you know, getting her into the plane and you just don't know what's going to happen. They're going into the belly of the beast and you've never been there. I think that's the biggest thing since we've never been down into the bottom of a cargo, you know, hold of a plane. It's like, what are they experiencing? What are they? They're going somewhere we don't even know. Oh, they should have tours. They should, that would actually be good, at least a video tour. I mean, I bet you a, an airline would make some pretty happy customers if they could see what happens to the dog, if they actually, you know, followed along with the dog's journey. I think you should do that for Fido Friendly. I think, really magazine. I think you should get your flip video and work it out with Alaska since uh, we're just talking about their great new uh, pet streak program. I, I think they'll say yes to you. Yeah, they might. And maybe even put me in a crate. <laughs> You never know. (laughs) 
you know, shoot for the moon. But, you know, and that's at at the end of the show, that's what we're going to talk about right after our our next break is the top 10 list of what you can think about in preparing your dog for travel and preparing yourself really for that state of mind. And I know that when I came out on the other side, just like as you did with Junior, when I came out and saw Tasha, I was so relieved to see her, you know, wagging her tail in that crate. And she was just happy to get out of that crate. You know, that's all she wanted to do. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, something that every pet parent, you know, has angst over. And, and that was when you met Arden Moore, who has her show on Pet Life Radio as well. And you met her <laughs> dog. And she had actually, you told me, she put a chain around the crate because her dog was known to escape. It was like a Houdini. Yeah, well, the first, okay, so they send the dogs down the oversized area of the baggage claim. And the first crate that comes out is, a, you know, a normal crate, but it has a chain wrapped around it. Like a, you know, like if a chain lock or whatever, you, you know the link chains all wrapped around. I'm like, okay, my dog Tasha was in the belly of the beast with Cujo and not <laughs> knowing how that's going to play out. And so it turns out that it's a very nice dog. It's just the dog is incredibly smart and gifted at picking locks. So and that's when I met Arden. And then we just had such a, a great time. And, you know, sometimes the stress is just, it's worth it, but the stress can be alleviated if you take the the proper steps to make sure that you guys have a safe flight. And when you get there, when you get to your destination, I mean, I can't imagine having half the fun I did if Tasha wasn't there. And I mean, we had such a fun time. Sometimes we were completely in sync and together, like we go snowshoeing together and we were all in this pack with other dogs and other people. And then other times we had our separate adventures where I would go snowboarding on the mountain and people from the hotel staff came in, took Tasha out for like a three hour hike, brought her back to their world renowned, you know, spa gave her a massage, a T-touch massage, groomed her, fed her, put her back in the room. By the time I got back after my play day, she was like, look, I know you were out and I know I miss you, but I'm too tired to even (laughs) see you right now. Let me just eat and I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that. That was the Peaks Resort in Telluride. And they have the Golden Door Spa for humans. And then they also have the Golden Door Spa for pets. Yeah, they have uh, they have spa robes for dogs, and you know a lot of places cater that. I know that. Gosh, what's the name of it? I was going to say Tanaya Lodge. That's not it. What's the one? The one up here in Snoqualmie? Oh, the Salish? one on the waterfalls. Yeah, Salish. Salish. Okay, the Salish Lodge. I did a review there, and it's it's a breathtaking hotel that's right on a waterfall. I mean, it's pretty much on the waterfall, and uh, I took a tour of that and. They gave Tasha a spa robe as we were touring the hotel. <laughs> it was really neat. People go above and beyond. So, oh, you that's know. so cute. That Salish Lodge, that's where they filmed Twin Peaks, which is a, a series. I think it was before your time. Uh, it had been on TV, but a lot of people may remember Twin Peaks. That believe that was the name of it, and it was filmed. They used that as an opening shot because those falls were so beautiful. Yeah, it's breathtaking. So that's just it. If you have the knowledge, which we're going to talk about right after this break, about how to fly with your dog and some of those places that you want to go, they're they're definitely worth it to take the necessary steps because your dog makes all the difference on that trip. Yeah, I agree with you. And you have to consider the time of year. A lot of airlines won't fly. Uh, if it's super hot on the tarmac in the, in the heat of the summer or too cold uh, in the winter. So we're going to have those top 10 tips on flying with Fido. So we're going to take a quick break. I think I must be thinking about the chicken. Yeah. <laughs> a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have those tips for you. So sit and stay. We'll be right back with more travel tales on Pet Life Radio. 
passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Travel Tales will be zooming back with more great travel tips right after this. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. Or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetSmartDeal.com and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com today. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to DysonDeals.com. DysonDeals.com to order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. I'm not much of a reader, but I do wish I were more well-read. There are so many great books coming out. I wish I could find a way to keep up. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Audiobooks from Audible turn downtime into uptime. You'll be more productive and become well-read. Now I'm able to catch up on all the great books I've been wanting to read. With Audible, I feel smarter. Pet Life Radio listeners, try audible.com now and get your first 30 days of Audible Listener Gold Membership plan free. And get a free audiobook. Choose from over 100,000 titles. To get this great deal, go to audibledeals.com. That's audibledeals.com. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Attention passengers, we are now approaching our final destination. The weather is sunny and warm. Ocean temperature is a balmy 80 degrees for those of you wishing to doggy paddle. Please exit to the front and see our activities directors, Susan and Nicholas, on your way out. Have a pleasant stay. Welcome back. This is Nicholas Bezlowski with Susan Sims, your host for Travel Tales on Pet Life Radio. And before the break and all through the show, we're kind of teasing about the top 10 flying safety tips that you should keep in mind when preparing to fly with your dog in an airplane. And we profiled this quite a little while ago and... 
the tips haven't changed. You know, airlines are getting really, really good as far as making it sure that, you know, you feel safe with flying your dog. And it's a pretty good experience. And I know before the break, uh, Susan, you were talking about flying with Junior. And I mean, you were really nervous getting him on the plane, right? Or did you feel well, like... Well, I was nervous to, to start with. But then when we had that horrific experience of, you know, having to wait on the tarmac and then having to change planes. So we actually had him in three different planes when you think about it. And he was fine. He just like, hey, what's up? Let's go. So, And then we put him in the back of the Toyota Venza to travel across country for six weeks. And he would just sleep in the crate and we'd get out to the next place and do pet adoptions. And he'd be wagging his tail. And he was a happy guy. I think the part of what people as pet parents, it's our duty. If our pet is not going to be the type of dog that can travel, you just can't take him. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. Unfortunately for us, Junior was just a laid back dog from the beginning. We got him, we adopted him. He was two months old. He was so calm from the get go at the local shelter here. So he just had the good DNA to, to make a good traveling companion. Yeah. And, you know, with these experiences, it's kind of like anything. If you don't know what to expect, then, you know, there's a little bit more apprehension in going into an experience. But when you have these experiences, like what you did with Junior, where you have delays or, you know, kind of like the worst can happen type of thing. It really relaxes you as you go forward. And that's why people become veterans. So here's a, a quick top 10 as far as what you can do to help alleviate at least some of the tension or apprehension before first making that first trip with Fido in the plane. So the first one is to get your dog's den ready. So their kennel, their crate, what you want to do is get an airline approved crate, uh, something that fits their measurements. And so you'll have to you have to see the size of the dog and, and get the appropriate size crate. And then you have to remember that Fido thinks of his crate as his den. So you want to make it safe. You want to make it something that he's very comfortable with. And if your dog's not comfortable with a the crate, there's a few things that you can do. One is, you know, give treats, get him inside the crate. But then if you're going to be going on an airline, get this. I mean, you may need two strong people depending on how large the dog is, but move the crate around. So get your dog in the crate, move it into your car, you know, take it to a park, allow your dog just to be in the crate when there's loud noise around. So that way, when they get, you know, close to the, the time of being on the plane, they're going to be used to being in the crate while all the commotion, all the loudness is going around and being handled while inside the crate. Number two is you want to outfit the crate. So you want to make certain that you have live animal stickers that are really bright. They're on the crate, really prominent so people can can see. The next thing, and this one is probably one of the most crucial ones, and it's the ones that really alleviated a lot of my stress, is that you want to type up a one-page profile of your dog that includes your contact information, like with your cell phone number, and maybe a letter. And I always put a letter that said, you know, something to the effect, Hi, I'm Tasha. I'm a nice Labrador retriever and I don't bite. Please contact my parents if I'm lost and I'll probably need to be fed and walked if, you know, our flight's delayed so I can relieve myself. I'll be forever grateful. Take this to the outside of the crate and what's going to happen is it's going to calm everybody down, especially, you know, my dog barks a lot. So I'll say something to the effect like I only bark because I'm nervous, but I don't bite. That really calms the people that don't know your dog and whatever information you can put on there. You don't want to put a whole bio, you know, like, by the way, I like long walks on the beach or something like that. <laughs> at but, sunset. Yeah, at sunset and be fed. You know, it's just something that gets them to know exactly how to take care of your dog and not to be afraid of your dog. You tape that to the outside of the crate and then 
I also put there, if I'm lost or delayed, make sure water and food dishes are attached to the inside of the crate. So you may want to include also a couple of soft toys that your dog loves, a t-shirt that has your scent on it, and be sure to tape like a small bag of food and a leash to the top of the crate. So that way, if there is a delay and you have enough information, somebody can take your dog out and you know make sure they're okay. As long as your dog doesn't bolt. If you're one of those dogs that we've heard about that you know runs across the airline strip or the tarmac because somebody let it out, then you might want to say, do not let me out, you know, unless you're in a confined room. So that's the crate. Number three is to get the flight times down. So you want to check the length of the flight and try to and book a direct flight. Kind of what you had with Junior, you know, switching planes could be, you know, disastrous at times. But, you know, airlines are getting really good, so it's not that much to worry about. But wherever you can, if you get a direct flight, and judging by your dog's temperament on what they can handle, like three hours, six hours, you know, whatever works is what you want to look for. You know, you have to consider if Fido can be in his crate for six hours or whatever time's necessary. And I know with Junior, how long did you say he was in the crate? Well, it turned out we probably had him crated for uh, probably five hours. Okay. And he did okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was fine. You know, we didn't feed him before. So there wasn't a whole lot of things to get an upset stomach or to have to, uh, you know, eliminate or, or that kind of a thing. So we just put like an ice cube in that little drink thing that gets inside the crate. So that would melt and you'd have water during the trip. Oh, good. That's smart. That's really yeah. smart. So number four is there's different airlines and every airline has different policies, kennel requirements, vet records. There are some universal, you know, things that you can be assured that you're going to be asked for, like the vet records. But you want to check with the airline to make sure that everything's climate controlled, pressurized, which they mostly are, and that your dog's going to be taken care of if they're in the elements. So let's say you're traveling in the winter and it's snowing. Is your dog going to be out in the snow with the luggage or is your dog going to be in a room, you know, where it's nice and warm? You want to ask these questions and you want to, you know, probe into the airline's policies and make sure that your dog is comforted and that there's not any guessing that you have to do is your dog being taken care of because that's really the stress is where's my dog is my dog being taken care of and if you really ask the questions of the airlines you'll get the information that'll help you feel you know calm while you guys are in transit or in the flight so the tip number five is clearance clearance and that is to get a clean bill of health so you're going to need to get from your vet a clean bill of health that says your dog is is fine it's a certificate and You have to do this no more than 30 days out. Some airlines require it no more than 10 days from your departure. So that's another thing you want to check with the airline policy is how many days in advance do you need to get a clean bill of health from your vet. So those first five, those are all before you go for the flight. Now, flight day, getting ready for the night before and the actual flight, there's a few key things that you can do that will relieve the entire stress of the situation for both you and your pet. So these next five are very, very important. So number six is feeding time. So your dog may or may not get nervous about flight. Like you said about Junior, some dogs are really up for travel and some aren't. So it's a good rule of thumb to feed your dog anywhere from about six hours before your flight to four, anywhere between that. And then that way your dog doesn't have you know, an upset stomach, or if they get nervous, they're not more likely to throw up. So some airlines will require that. They'll say, do not feed your dog within a certain amount because dogs do get nervous. And you want to give them a minimal amount of water the day of so that they can avoid full bladders and have water in their dish, but, you know, not so much like what you had said was great, having an ice cube so it melts over time. You know, if your dog can be patient. My dog likes to chew ice cubes. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's always going to be the ones that are just going to take that ice cube and just crunch away. But some of them can might be a little nervous to begin with and, and won't really want to do too much. Yeah, exactly. And number seven is this one is probably one of the most important ones. Again, this is probably the safest way to fly your dog, and that's to exercise your dog. So every dog has a different energy level. Some vets recommend you know, a sedative or something that really calms them, and I find that to be a very – that could be very harmful because if the plane is get thrown about, a dog's natural instincts will help them balance within the crate or you know, anything that moves around. If they're sedated in any way, they – get thrown around, they don't have the reflex in order to brace themselves. So stay away from sedative. A natural calmness of exercising your dog is what is going to be incredibly valuable for your dog's calmness and your sanity, really. So just before you're going to place them in the crate to go, you know, make sure you just give them some really good exercise to the point that they get really tired. And I know that relieves all the nervousness, all the tension that a dog can have. I mean, my dog... She has a little bit of apprehension with other dogs, but if she's exercised, she's like, eh, you know, I don't care. She's so tired and she's got all of her energy and anxiety drained out of her from the workout that she doesn't worry about it. And they can go really have a lot more fun, you know, through the experience than having to be so nervous. The number eight is to go with the flow of a timeline. So when your departure day has come and arrived, you want to make sure that you have an itinerary that you can follow. This will ensure that your dog receives you know, proper care and attention that's needed to make the flight safe. Uh, so the night before, place Fido's collar on him with your cell phone number on his tag and just make sure you stick to the timeline and spread it out so that you're not rushed. Because I know that you know when you get all frantic and you're like, oh, okay, there's so many things to think about. you got your dog and you've got to get to the flight and everything on time. If you can look at an itinerary and you can follow it, that's something that will relieve the pressure from both you and your dog. Number nine, this one is pretty good, and this is something that I think people are becoming more and more aware of, and that's the nervous Nelly. So you've decided to make this flight with your dog. You want to feel safe, but sometimes you, no matter how many precautions, you're still going to be a little nervous. You know, you're sending Fido into the belly of the beast, and even though nothing's probably going to happen, you still have a little bit of anxiety because you're not with your dog, and it's going somewhere unknown. And it's very important that you keep your emotions calm. And I know it's easier said when we're outside of the moment and then when we get into the moment, when we're about to send our dog, that stress that we have, that emotional stress, the dogs are so sensitive, they will pick up on that. And they'll say like, okay, my owner is nervous about something. I have to be nervous about something. I'm on a high alert. And then all of a sudden they don't see you and they're left with that nervousness. So it's very important that you impart such a calm feeling to them that, you know what, you're going to have such a good experience. You're going to have fun. I'll see you on the other end. And that's it. Don't drag it out. Don't continue to look for them to make sure they're okay. You just, you give them the love, you give them that sense of calmness, and then you, you leave. You don't stay connected in a way of saying like, oh, I wonder if they're okay or I'm worried. You just put in your mind that they're going to be okay. The airline is going to take care of them. I'm going to see them on the other end. Everything's going to be great. And your dog will feel that, and your dog will be very appreciative of that feeling. So That's very zen of you. Yeah, well, you know, you got to slip it in there when you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how zen I am. I eat chicken, so. Yeah, I know. I don't want to keep hearing about that. Though. Yeah, well, you know, I just say until it's not true anymore. <laughs> So the last one, and this is the fun one, but number 10 is when you're reunited. So before taking the flight, 
you want to ask the ticket person that's going to be picking up your dog if they can bring you a tag that says that your dog's on board. So that's the first step saying, you know, my dog's on board. Where am I going to pick my dog up? You want to find this out before you book with the airline. But the fact is, you know, some airlines will transport your dog into like a huge cargo building that you have to go pick your dog up. So it might not be right at the terminal where bales picks up their baggages. Some airlines are different. You know, some will be right there, but some you have to go to another building. So you want to find out where you're going to be picking your dog up and and just make sure that you've got all your timeline in order. And, you know, all these steps, which, you know, is on our website, phytofriendly.com, 10 steps on how to fly safe with your dog. You can find that on online. We'll go through these in detail. But if you could just follow some of these and just get your mind around the idea of organizing it and kind of putting your mind into it first so that you can get some of these unknowns out of the way, you'll take a lot of stress off of uh, flying with your dog. I also wanted to mention there is a great website. It's called dryfur.com and that's D-R-Y-F-U-R. They have a pet airline kit, which keeps you from wondering where you should pick up certain things. It includes the sticker that goes on the crate that says live animals. It has arrows that are pointing up. So as these cargo handlers are placing your precious pooch in the cargo, they'll they'll have these stickers all over the place that say live animals. Some of the airlines are going to require that these crates come now with metal uh, securing nuts and bolts. So that also comes in this kit because right now it's just plastic. That's changing in the industry as far as what what policies are going to be. But this also has a temporary pet ID tag. It has uh, a laminated kennel tag for the pets on the owner's names. They have a checklist. They have a clear document storage. They just have everything that you would need just in one stop. So I want to shout out to them because this is really a great idea. It's dryfur.com. Great. So are you planning on flying anywhere soon? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're talking about Australia, but that's another show. Yeah, that's another show. Maybe I'll be live from Australia one of these days. Oh, no. Well, that's an awful long trip for Tasha. So I think you better think about that. (laughs) She can handle it. Yeah, I'm sure she can. Just that you can give her the chicken next time. Yeah, well, she wasn't liking that I was having all the fun eating. So (laughs) she's kind of looking at me going like, yeah, I know you're enjoying that, but where's mine? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this was a fun show. So uh, we'll see what we can talk about next time. Um, You have anything, any parting words, Nicholas? Have fun, be happy, feel safe, and your dog will love you for it. I like it. Okay, well, that's it for Travel Tales. Until next time, travel safe and leave no dog behind. This is Susan Sims with Nicholas Svezlowski on Travel Tales for Pet Life Radio. Bye. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbags and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>